Uh, those who have a PS4, PlayStation is doing 10 free PS4 games starting from the 25th of March and Zero Horizon Dawn. Is oh. You mean Horizon Zero Dawn? Same thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the same thing. No, uh, I, I did just get uh, Oxygen Not Included, too. That's also a good game. No, I need a shit. What? I need the poop. You guys stress No, that's not that what much. you said, though. No, no, you said a naughty. You said a naughty? I said a naughty. I'm going to shit my pants. Oh, yeah. Keep talking, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. See, I thought having my microphone on a tripod would help, but I just keep kicking it. Well, that's what that's the only thing we want to hear, honestly. Just remove yeah. your feet and problem solved. That's a great idea. What, you guys don't enjoy this sound? <laughs> that's an amazing sound. Oh my god, sound. I love it. Well, how about this sound? Can you hear this? Yes. Uh, see, the Chinese government called and they said they could hear it too. What about this sound? <laughs> well... <laughs> well, yes, we can hear that sound, especially when you're doing it right in the microphone. Yeah, but can you make your mouth sound like a water drop dropping? No, but I can do this. I can do it. The bouncy noises stay on during sex. <laughs> <laughs> The sock and boppers stay on during sex. <laughs> See, that would be cool. There's a game called Fat Queen 2. Gee, I wonder what this game is about. Why is this suggesting this to me? This looks like dog shit. <laughs> it depends on how it's spelling fat. Is it with a PH? Or no, what? it's fap. <laughs> I said oh, fap. <laughs> Not fat. <laughs> Girl, what you doing with that fat ass? How do you pronounce fat with a PH? Fap is the opposite of wep. Fat ass penis. God damn it. <laughs> with this fat ass penis. Make that pull out game weak. All right, we actually going to like get this started and talk about something. Why am yes. I doing this every fucking time where I'm like, all right, guys, we're ready to get started. You can hear me in both the editing and the podcast that we leave in. I'm like, you ready to start, guys? You it's, like ready to start? it's like we're here to do a podcast or something, Nick, dude. <laughs> you ready to be molested? Why do you always go to that? Why do you always go to that? I think well, it's like that? a molesty voice. <laughs> sure, Uncle Logan. Yeah. All right, I'm leaving. So yeah, welcome to Joysticks and Lunatics, where we all have stomach problems. I don't have a stomach problem. My stomach is just fine. It's probably because I haven't eaten anything yet, but... They're... Go eat, you fucking arsehole. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm going to eat? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get a milkshake and then eat chicken wings. <laughs> okay. Oh, shit. Okay. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. Did I throw the gauntlet a little too far? <laughs> just wave your superiority all over the place. I already have, dude. My superiority, I've smacked it on my microphone, on my TV. and So that's what that smell is. <laughs> well, I have to get really close. So it's cold in here. You can't blame me for that. Turn your heater on then. Keep them. Keep talking. Keep, keep talking to me and I'll get it up for you. <laughs> that beautiful, sultry voice in this microphone. This is the best thing we ever bought you. It is the best. Actually, technically, uh, Banjo and Guinea bought you that. Yes, and I also chipped money in as well. Oh, you chipped money into your own microphone? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I chipped in the most. Holy shit, dude. You know what I chipped in? I chipped in the, the pop filter and the boom arm. I mean, not the boom arm. The... Uh, what is that shock, thing? The shock, shock mount. mount. <clears throat> yes, I was going to call it the vibration mount, but that is a completely different <laughs> item that we are not talking about today. Ah, you bastard. What did I do? 
No, not you. I ordered the <laughs> shop round, but not the pop filter. You son of a bitch. It's like it's not like I sent you money or anything. Hey, hey, I th- I thought I bought the bundle. That was the shock mount that came with the pop filter. Plus, if it comes worse to worse, I can just pop on my pop filter that I have on my other mic. It doesn't, yeah, you don't sound like you're going... Yeah, he doesn't have like... There we go. Yeah, keep going. Keep going. I'm almost there. My pants are so tight, dude. (laughs) Gotta chill out with that shit. Get a bucket and a mop for this wet ass wet. (laughs) We can't say pussy on this podcast. Oh my God. What have you done? (laughs) Okay. We actually have to talk about something here. Okay. I'm not going to cut out. 30 minutes of us just going, get a bucket and a mop. <laughs> Furnace, Renee's pussy. Macaroni in a pot. <laughs> I want you to back that big Mac truck right in this little garage. <laughs> what? <laughs> I, I'm looking up random topic generator and I got some really weird shit. Okay, is it trying to figure out where you live at this point? No, no, I'll read I'll read out the three strangest ones here. If an ambulance is on its way to save someone and it runs someone over, does it stop to help them? <laughs> That's the first weird one. The second weird one is, how many drugs have you done in the past three days? In the past three days? Oh, shit, it's dude. It's called ibuprofen <laughs> and Tylenol. And describe your spouse's sexiest pajamas. <laughs> Mine. Plaid. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Hey, listen, I've got a lot of plaid. It does a lot for me. Why do I even fucking have a cough button? I don't even use the damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I hear... <sighs> you fucking sucking in on that vape over there. You've just become... At this point, you're just going to become vape juice. I am vape juice. I'm just going to... We're just going to meet up. I'm going to lick you and go, mmm, bubble gum. Just fucking sucking a fat rip. Why do I, 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 I mean, I didn't have it hooked up for a bit, but then I hooked it up specifically for this podcast and I haven't touched that button yet. And I've coughed like nine times. Yeah. We also heard the devil come out a few times too. Yeah. That happens. <gasps> <laughs> you can play in the new day of the dead movie. So Here's one that might not work. Uh, when was the last time anybody had a food fight? Ooh, that's gross. Never, ever. I don't think I've ever <laughs> had a food fight. Giddy's like, no, uh, <laughs> this is where I draw the line. Yeah, that's my line. Okay, it was how many years ago? It was eight years ago. It was literally at a house party. We made vodka gummy bears. Like, we had these gummy bears stewing in vodka for at least two weeks, so they grew fucking massive. Oh my god. And it literally ended up with people getting drunk on them and just, like, throwing them at each other. So, like, the next day, those, like, (laughs) gummy bears stuck to everything. The TV, clothes. Oh god. Doors. I bet that house smelled like vodka for a year. Uh but there were still gummy bears being found like for weeks on end can you imagine getting hit in the eye with a vodka gummy bear yes (laughs) probably yeah probably burns like hell see the extent of my food fight is jessica throwing like a raw noodle at me but that was about it yeah that's pretty much mine (laughs) if you count this is a food fight like uh Max was trying to make cheese sauce, but it turned into like a dough thing. So you might have put in too much flour. So like we were like taking the piss in front of each other and it got stuck to the window. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it was like a big, thick, doughy bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gross. My wife threw a craft single at me the other day and it stuck to my face. Does that count? Like a craft single? What? Like a cat? Like those cat videos where you yeah, throw exactly. cheese on them. <laughs> I just walked into the kitchen and just got slapped in the face with a cheese slice. <laughs> How often are you walking into your kitchen on your hands and knees? 
Always. <laughs> cheese, madame. Give me cheese. <laughs> okay. Who wants to do the intro? I, I thought I did. <laughs> well, I was going to cut that out and do a different one. You're a bitch. <laughs> uh, I am overpowered peaches. They can't. I'm Benjamin Toot Guy. <laughs> I'm the chubby nerd Logan, who is now the depressed nerd because Peaches cuts out my intro. And I'm the cunt. <laughs> Guest starring the cunt. Oh god, no. no! That's me. Oh no! It's that's me. Why have you done this? Wait, wait. What? What was my Uno name that you made up, Logan? Um. The Frenchman. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, you laugh like a posh Frenchman. <laughs> oh. I can make sure that this never this podcast never moves forward by just continuously doing that. Yes, yes, you can. <laughs> Just make a sound bite of it. <laughs> oh, oh. Oh, oh. I have to cut that out and use it like in between the the intermission. Like instead of the intermission yes. music, it'll just be that. That'll be the sound bite that <laughs> is for the intermission. You sound like Either that or a French owl. (laughs) (laughs) Did you guys see the rack on that one? (laughs) (laughs) We are joined today by guinea pig boop. (laughs) Thank God. (laughs) Okay. Um, we don't have any segue into our game, so. Yeah, we played Curse of the Dead Gods. I was going to say, my life is cursed. Speaking of curses, we played Curse of <laughs> the Dead Gods. <laughs> Tell us about this game. Okay, so I think uh, we should let Logan introduce the game because he has a sweet, sultry voice with his new microphone. So yeah, the game we are talking about this week is Curse of the Dead Gods. This is a very Hades-esque game, which I found very difficult (laughs) compared to Hades. This game kind of fucks you if you get hit. You're not giving all the key points when you introduce the game. You gotta talk about the developer, the publisher, the platforms, the release date, the genre, the mode, the ratings, the reception, the... Not the development. Don't do. Don't. Okay, don't J. Do Jonah Jameson. Don't. Don't get a fucking hernia. Just riding his ass. <laughs> what do you mean you gonna, riding his ass? He doesn't have an ass to ride. If you're gonna do that, pull his hair. Damn it. I don't have any hair. It's a courtesy. <laughs> he doesn't have an ass, and he doesn't have any hair. Grab his shoulders. I don't know. But yeah, the developer is Pastic Games. To be honest, I have no idea what kind of games they used to do as they were. As they are a small company, I know that they basically did like built a tower defense space game, and kind of as the same kind of game as you know, Curse of the Dead Gods. It was hold on, let me get Masters of Anima. It's yeah, yes, Masters of Anima. Masters of Anima, which apparently was a hit when it first came out, but it was somewhat easily forgotten. To be honest, I actually got more fucking response on Masters of Anima other than, you know, Curse of the Dead Gods. Also, why does the review saying the fun of Pikmin captured into fantasy combat? What? Are those Steam reviews? <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, that doesn't surprise me then. The publisher is Focus Home Interactive, which is also known for publishing World War Z a game that we played in the past, loved and somewhat hated because Banjo couldn't get out the fucking corner. (laughs) Yeah, Banjo was like really just zombie fodder in that game. He died so we could, the rest of us could live. (laughs) Yeah, for like five minutes. You're welcome. But the platforms this game 
is on. It is Xbox One, Steam, Nintendo Switch, and PS4. But as you know, Steam can also cover GOG and Microsoft Store, and I think it's on the Epic Store as well. So it's basically for PC. Yes. But yeah, the release date was last year, March 20th, 2020. And I'm pretty sure that was the early access date. I couldn't find like the actual release date because for some reason that wouldn't show. It would only show the early access date. <laughs> well, it came out February 23rd of 2021. Thanks, Mickey. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> but yeah, the, the genre is roguelike adventure. And for some reason, according to IGN, it's a shooting game as well. I can understand that, but I don't understand. But I don't get why it's shooting. I don't know why. Like there is shooting elements in the game, but I wouldn't call it a shooter. That's kind of weird. That's like using the fucking whip and saying genre Indiana Jones. Exactly. No, (laughs) that's like using a whip in the game and saying genre hentai game. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, and then are there any shooters that are top down? I mean that. That's really not Grand a thing Theft you Auto. Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> yeah, but that's not a shooter. That is. You shoot in it. Yes. You're damn right you do. Yeah, but <laughs> shooting is not the only way to kill somebody in that exactly. game. You can also drive your motorcycle at top speed, hop <laughs> off of it, and then the motorcycle will take out an entire sidewalk of people. Clearly you haven't yeah. played GTA 1 and GTA 2 where like, if your stickman rolls hard enough, he just dies. See, I started in on, uh, it was Vice City. So, yeah, you went around shooting people in the head and then you did a little glitch dance. Yeah. Well, you get hookers and you take them out to the field and you hook them and then you kill them and you take hook the money em. back. You hook them. What do you, you think the male em. penis is? Is it just a, is it just a fish hook? <laughs> yeah, it's a fish hook. <laughs> it's how exactly I make it. my catch. <laughs> I, I just dangle it down in the water and see what I find. <laughs> That's how they caught mermaids. Yeah. <laughs> this game is a single player. This game is a single <laughs> This game is a single player, so don't expect any help from your friends. Even though they don't want to continue this podcast. <laughs> We want to continue the podcast. I you're, talk, you're I was actually, talking about me. Oh, oh okay. Oh, no. <laughs> I was going to say, don't leave. You're the only one that's keeping it afloat at this point. <laughs> the ratings for this game was actually pretty high, like 9 out of 10 IGN and 9 out of 10 on Steam and like 80% on Metacritic. For once, Metacritic had the lowest score, but the reception for Curse of the Dead Gods like, got very strong praise from players and press and gained over like 70 no 87 like percent of positive reviews within the first week of the early access on steam i searched for at least four hours on the development of this game i could not find anything the the only thing i could find was that past that game started in 2012 as a one-man studio and now is 12 members strong just like Jesus and the Apostles. Yay! <laughs> and they have four games out right now. Jesus does? <laughs> yeah. Did you know? <laughs> At least four games? Yeah. We still have to watch Fist of Jesus. Yes, we do. Oh, my God. I want to watch it so bad. Uh, you made me choke there. <laughs> <laughs> so, Banjo, since you found stuff on the development, do you want to go into the development of the game? It's going to take a while to sort through all this information. There's a lot. There's so much. I'm on one that says uh, Curse of the Dead Gods, a small studio's dev diary. Uh, let's see. Working from home. As we mentioned in our Discord server and our social media, the whole team has been working remotely since the beginning of the confinement in France. Even though our so country is slowly reopening. Team? Apparently. Even though our country is slowly reopening its business. Uh, businesses we have decided to stay at home a bit more until the situation gets more viable i guess this is of course uh when COVID. was this maybe let's see when was this this one? was march 20th of 2020 is when they released for the early release didn't yeah oh, okay this particular one i'm reading from was from june 11th of 2020 so yeah uh, so COVID. Uh, yep uh we've had to change our priorities during these difficult times that hit the whole world at once 
We're going to be honest here. Working at home has definitely slowed down our production timeline, even though all the team were able to do their daily tasks and provide updates for the community. Some of us are parents and had to deal with homework and entertainment for the kids. Others didn't have the same comfort at home than at the office. So essentially this game went through some slight hardships during its development only because it was developed during the COVID outbreak and they had to spend a lot of time away from the office and working from home, working remotely. So that definitely slowed things down a bit. I guess they were planning for a much sooner release date, but unfortunately it did get pushed back a couple of times uh, during its early access only because of the COVID outbreak. So Apparently, they were still staying busy. They uh, had a bunch of update packages and everything being uploaded onto the early access. And they've just been working through this whole thing. And that's essentially what I found skimming through this particular entry of the dev diary. But I guess that makes sense. I mean, if the game has been in early access since November... You know, and they were trying to get it out Don't you mean before March? then. Sorry, uh, what did they say? Oh, they revealed it. They revealed it in November of, oh, hold on. This one says 8, 11, 20. Okay, yeah. So is that November 8th? I don't know because uh, yeah, uh, it was November. Yeah. November 8th of 2019, they revealed it. And then they've been working on it since that whole time during the whole COVID outbreak. So that definitely slowed things down a bit. That's very unfortunate that they were impacted so hard on it, but they were able to get the game out and that's fantastic. They did a fantastic job. They did. I still say this is the Dark Souls of Dungeon Crawlers. I think that was Hades, honestly. What? So, like, you, the curses didn't affect you in this game. I got five curses up against, like, a boss and I hated it. Well, the fifth curse is always the same. Oh, the fifth curse is the one that it drains all of your health steadily until it gets down to one hit point. And the strategy is to try to not get that fifth curse, which is impossible, pretty much. Yeah, because you will, you will eventually get it, even if like you avoid getting like all the very expensive items, the powerful weapons. You will still get hit by the what I call the witches. <laughs> well you get cursed if you get hit in the dark you get cursed if you pay for a weapon or anything with your blood you, you get, get cursed, cursed every time you door. walk through the main door uh-huh so i mean you're pretty much just cursed all the time yeah so what basically what they're talking about is that you have a meter uh located on the bottom right of your screen that ultimately goes up to a hundred and every time you interact with certain things, such as getting weapons, uh, opening doors to the next room and stuff like that, your meter goes up uh, at a pretty steady progression, uh, even gaining health from health rooms, you get this curse. And once it reaches 100 or over, the next time you enter a room, you receive a curse. And the curse is meant to make the game more challenging. It can do all sorts of stuff. But sometimes it can make it easier. It can make it easier. Like some of them, like one of the main mechanics in the game is light. So you have a torch and you can light these other torches and stuff, these braziers in the rooms on fire. Because if you're fighting in the light, you take less damage You'll or you take standard damage. If you fight in the dark, you take like 50% more damage and it's harder to kill enemies. One of the curses that I received in the game was that some of those braziers would be covered in darkness and could not be lit. And you couldn't light your torch in the area around that brazier because of the uh, darkness that was in the area, making it far more difficult if you got hit. Not to mention uh, bigger enemies can destroy them. One of the curses that I got with my uh, torch was that it, it was no longer on fire. It had a, it called it a dark light. And the dark light would allow you to see the tra uh, the traps and the treasure and stuff like that. But since you were in the dark all the time, it no longer gave you 50% extra damage when you got hit in the dark at all, period. So you didn't have to worry about lighting anything when you went in a room. One of the curses I got was anytime I got money, it basically damaged my health bar. Oh. That doesn't sound good at all. Oh, it was not. One of the ones that I got was uh, there, there are these barrels that if you light them on fire, they explode. So you can use them to kill an enemy or accidentally die on them. 
and it would increase the radius and that was so you had to jump twice yeah you had to (laughs) jump twice to get out of it oh dang so going into the story real quick uh it's not a very long one you are basically what looks like a sailor who stumbles upon a temple and as you're walking in, the temple door shuts in your face and you're not allowed to leave. You must press on forward and you enter this big ass room and you start fiddle fucking with things. You start touching things. And I think it's you touch the door and your hand all of a sudden becomes cursed and you have to start going through these rooms and you take out bosses, you take out champions and you just try to fight your way to it says gold, eternal life, untold riches, and more when you beat this temple. Yeah, there's three different pathways you can choose by beating this game. There is I think there's <clears throat> the strength path, the perception path, and I can't remember what the green one was. <sighs> I don't remember either. Okay. Uh, yeah, however, typing just helps. <laughs> I had typing for that. I'm looking for porn. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's not showing me. So, uh, so that's the basically the extent of the story. Uh, do we want to go into like the nitty gritty of the gameplay? Uh, Guinea, do you have anything to like throw in on the gameplay? Uh, yeah, so, uh, one of my favorite, Wait, not one of my... Sorry, wh- sorry to interrupt, it was Constitution, <laughs> Dexterity, and Perception. There we go. Yeah! It's, it's like he said earlier, it's very Hades-esque, uh, you have to do trial and error, and... Wait a minute, Hades didn't have anything like curses or anything, did it? I haven't played that no, one yet. No, but it did have... Was it one of the, was it kind of like this one where, um you start out with very basic and crappy weapons and then you find them in treasures and stuff like that yep, as you go. Very much. Okay. So yeah, all right. just a quick uh, little interlude here. Um, for those of you that don't understand what we mean by Hades-esque, because maybe you haven't played the Hades game, the game is like a top-down three-fourth uh, perspective where you uh, it, it's isometric a three-fourth isometric perspective where you go into a room and that room is uh, full of challenges and you ultimately have to overcome those challenges in order to progress to the next room. It's it's very similar to uh, how Hades plays. If you It's very hard that. to put down. Yeah. It is. It's very addictive. So you get cursed. We've already talked about the curses a little bit. If you get hit by certain enemies or get items or when you go to the health pool, um, Oh, I just found out the three temples and basically the three gods. Tamak, Yats, and Sichal. The eagle, the <laughs> serpent, and jaguar. Ah, so we will be sending Banjo off for cultural sensitivity <laughs> training soon. It's not my fault. That's their names. And also the main uh, protagonist's name is Caradog McAllister. <gasps> that's the name of the <laughs> that's the name of the main character care dog McAllister McAllister <laughs> he looks more like a I don't give a fuck McAllister yeah he's the grown up Kevin I really don't believe you so it's actually a Home Alone spinoff <laughs> <laughs> okay are we good okay sorry <laughs> wow <laughs> Banjo, try say that. Try say that curse. Uh, oh no. Exabellalock's truth? Exabellalock's truth? Yes, and that is the final curse. Oh yeah, I tried to say that whenever I got to the boss and I, I couldn't. He's, I was like, uh. He is the god of death. Rumors say that Exabellalock did enslave the three gods of the temple, stealing their powers to keep mortals trapped in the temple into an endless suffering loop. Ooh, yes, death will not even free you. You just wind up back at the lo- at the so-called lobby. That's what I've been calling it, the <laughs> lobby. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like but... music that plays over the intercom system. <laughs> 
But when you die, you, you lose your weapons and stuff, but you don't lose any of the perks that you picked up as you go through. So you get uh, the jade rings, the little skull head things, and something else. I can't remember what it is. And those Fireballs. are currency. <laughs> and those are currency that you can use to buy permanent upgrades to types of weapons that you get. And if you get one of those in a in a chest later, it might spawn with that upgrade that you bought. But you lose the weapon when you die. And then you have to start back over with like a, a crappy weapon set. And somehow it affects the, the loadout. Sometimes you'll get like a sword and some daggers that you can throw. Sometimes you get a gun. Sometimes you get a whip. I don't know what affects it or if it's just random. Uh, it's really just random. It's random. Yeah. Okay. You can buy perks with, you know, the rings, the skulls. Yeah, but those are perks on the ones that you find in the dungeon. Uh, I actually did not know that. Well, there, there's things like you keep after death, right? You keep the crystal skulls and the rings, but yeah. any any gold that you receive during a run must be spent during that run. Pretty much, because uh, you could use a gold to buy items instead of using your own blood and gaining a curse. Yeah. Yeah, the gold isn't the currency to buy the perks. My favorite weapon had to be the thun- the basically the Thunder Warhammer. The two-handed one? Yes. Oh, so good. Also, I just did a little bit more research. The final bosses are Dark Avatar of the Eagle, Dark Avatar of the Jaguar, and Dark Avatar of the Serpent. Oh. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me, being the uh, kind of the, the front art of this entire game in the first place. Yeah. And then you have to fight the Avatar of the Fire Nation, and the Air Nation, and the Water Nation, uh. the Earth Nation. There's also a Champion I- of Death, but there's no image. I actually the loading screen. I think it's the the three gods who Banjo said their names earlier, and I don't remember. They're just jacking off on you. <laughs> yeah, they're just jacking <laughs> off all over you, all over his dead body. <laughs> the loading screen has them on it with their different co- the corresponding colors glowing in their eyes. I thought that was really pretty. I saved that it. That is cool. Uh, as it's a very aesthetically pr- pleasing. It really is. Would you say this is kind of Aztec? Yeah, I think. I think. It definitely has that kind of aesthetic to it. There may be something more accurate than that, but I would say Aztec. It kind of remind, reminded me of like kind of Egyptian Aztec stuff. Yeah, it, it did. It definitely seemed like, yeah, like Aztec in nature. Now I'm really like, I'm very curious about that, like regarding the names and everything of the gods, if there is anything like that. So do we have anything else on its gameplay? Do we want to talk about experiences? Did anybody beat the boss? Yes. Uh, what one? <laughs> Any of them. Uh, I bet two of them. I bet the first boss for the red dungeon and the first boss for the blue dungeon. Tell me your strategy. Uh, basically, what I kept on doing was stunlocking with the Thunder Warhammer. Banjo would agree with me on this. If you basically parry, if you parry, then hit them, they're stunlocked for at least, like, what, three seconds, so you could Uh... do light damage to them quite easily. But the first boss in the red dungeon can summon jaguars. Yeah. Yeah. And you'll have, like, three or four on you at the same time. I've had six on me. Oh, shit. Yeah, so basically dodging... And parrying will be your best friend in this game. Not to mention you have a limited stamina bar. Yeah, and you have to stand still basically to regenerate it. Or parry. Yeah, luckily there are some blessings that you can get that will automatically replenish it if you get a successful parry or a nice dodge. Also, the gods are called Tamuk, Yats, and Sishal. Tamuk is a jaguar god of war. Yats is the ego goddess of sky, storm, and fire, and Tishal is the serpent goddess of divine sight and perception. I like how that explains it, but the jaguar is just war. It's just war. We ready to talk about experiences? Yeah, let's go into experiences and let's uh let's let's shine a light on uh, on our guests. Uh, if you want to go ahead and share your experience with us, Guinea, that would be fantabulous. 
I sure will. <laughs> so I, I had loads of fun playing this game, but this game is totally different from the dungeon crawlers that I am used to playing with. I'm used to playing Diablo 3, where there are strategies, but it's way different. Like in this game, your strategy is trying not to get cursed or the, the whole parrying and dodging. Uh, that is so out of my element. It's easier to dodge than parry. It is so much easier to dodge than it is to parry. But if you can get the parry down to where you can do it, it helps so much because then you don't have to get out of the the line of fire and you can just parry and then keep hitting it. But I'm used to being like a barbarian in Diablo 3 and then just going into the middle of the horde and just beating the crap out of them. And if, if I lose a little bit of health, I can take a little health potion or whatever. You know, this, you have to mind your health. You have to pay attention whenever you're at the very beginning of the level. You have sort of a choice of what direction on the map that you can go to. So do you want to upgrade a weapon next or do you want to go to a health pool next? And then you can see up above that. So you have to plan out like, okay, well, what is my course of action? And it is trial and error. And it's developing almost like a a dance, a strategy, a rhythm to it and it is so out of my element but i had loads of fun playing it and even if you don't do it right it's still fun you know there were plenty of times that i died two or three rooms in because i didn't do anything right (laughs) and i was like oh crap i gotta start back over again and then you learn you learn what works and what doesn't work but also i learned uh you can catch the floor on fire if you can't because you okay so you lose 50 percent damage if you fight in the dark so at first, the first thing that I tried to do was find the little things to light in the room, which works sometimes, but some rooms don't have them. Yeah, so that's why you set the enemies on fire. That's true. You can set the enemies on fire. <laughs> and also, um, there are little patches of sand that have like little gray spots in them. If you swipe your uh, torch on that, it'll light the ground on fire. I found that out by accident. Almost I died. always thought they were cobwebs. You know, they might be cobwebs. I'm not 100% sure. Or spiders. And then, and then, <laughs> and then those little, the white, um, I don't know what they are, baskets maybe? I, I don't know. You can light them on fire. So there are other ways. Or you can just fight in the dark and lose your health really quick. And then get cursed by going to a health room. There's just, there's so much to think about when you play it. Yeah, because you also have the totem rooms as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I've ne- I never beat a boss. So you guys have me there. I I tried and tried and I never did. But one thing that I do like about the game, um, at the beginning of each level, you can save and then quit. And so you can start back right there. So if you get distracted or something, you don't have to, it's, it's not an all or nothing. You can still save and come back later if you only have 20 minutes to play or something like that. So I thought that was pretty cool. But you can only save like the moment you enter a room. You cannot see what the room has in store for you before you save. If you don't save the moment you enter the room, then your save option is over. It's gone. Yes. Did anyone hear to the green room? Nope. Dead fucking silence. <laughs> <laughs> I said a little quiet. No. <laughs> I didn't so no one, no one did the serpent room? No. I didn't do anything but the Jaguar room. Yeah, same. I did the Jaguar and the Eagle. So, on that, Logan, do you want to go into your experience? Sure. Uh, basically, I played this game a little bit on stream, and that's how I got past the first boss, because, you know, trial error. The weapons I used was, it was a Thunder Warhammer, which helped a lot with stun locking. The whip... And I think it was the claws, because you could get in a lot of fucking damage with them. But the curses I had at the time was Bloodlust, which helped me gain health by parrying. Like, it was anytime I did 100 damage or something, I got 3% back. So, any little helped. Like, once you could get around the, the Blood Doctor... I think that's what he's called. Let's just call him that. That's his name now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the Blood Witch Doctor. I think that's that's what it was. Yeah. He is very, you know, intimidating at start. 
when you don't know what you're doing. Because the first time I got to that dungeon, he one-shotted me hard. Because back like when you first get to there, you think, oh, I can parry this. No, 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 no. You can only <laughs> parry the jaguars, pretty much, and his uh, light attacks. But anytime he's charging, get out that radius. I learned that. Take down his jaguars, so he takes time to summon more. I had six on me at one point, and also knock on wood. Any anytime he attacked me, I lost sight of my health bar. Hmm. I had that curse where if I got hit, I lost sight of my health bar until oh, like no. for a minute. Everything was black and white, but there there's also a like a special dungeon in the game where everything's just black and white. You don't see anything. But you can still use your torch, you just don't see like your money, your skulls, your health, or anything. Just the enemy, the light, and the floor. But yeah, back to it. The Jaguar dungeon got easier, I'd say, throughout it, because well, this is just the first Jaguar dungeon. This thing went up in a fuck like a fucking pyramid scheme on fire. So yeah, uh, I thought, hey, maybe if I do this. I can go do another one because to get to the next level, you have to collect these little badge things that getting mentioned to unlock the next floor. So you're going to have to collect more and more of them as you progress to unlock more slots, to carry perks, unlock the next floors. But obviously you could probably redo the floor and gain them as like a grading method. But yeah, I done the Eagle floor. Eagle floor, fuck off. The Eagle Dungeon, well, the first one, and everything seemed fine at first. And then I got to the fucking enemies where they could teleport, send gusts of wind, and those fucking electric bombs. Oh, wow. Yeah, so, like, uh, you could go near it, hit it to set it off, and it has such a large radius, and it spins not to mention the traps in the Jaguar dungeon that saved me. Uh, they, were, they were basically kind of like uh, dragon heads that you could like pass your torch over and then they shoot fireballs. But the harpies in the Eagle dungeon just made life miserable because sometimes you get ones with swords, you get ones with electric arrows that you can't parry. Sometimes the fucking arrows just follow you. So you're going to have to like keep on dodging until you get behind an enemy so you know they do self-damage at some point this game will will probably drive you insane if you're not careful enough it's kind of why i say it's the kind of dark souls of hades i loved it i still like have to force myself to put the controller down before i break it <laughs> <laughs> at this point i am using an old ps4 controller that i have that kind of has you know a drift on it but it still works perfectly fine so that means if i get angry i can just destroy that controller instead of my good one <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i loved this game i loved everything about it like i just seen a few pictures of it here and there and like it's just magnificent with the artwork of the loading screens because it, it reminds me of the road to el dorado it also has a similar art style to borderlands yes it's very what would you say cartoonish animated yeah, it's like cell shaded and everything yeah but to be honest you, your main character doesn't have a dialogue he just grunts yeah but isn't that all we ever need though <laughs> yeah it's like oh yeah harder daddy yeah. <laughs> but thanks to any, anytime he gets a curse he just grabs his hand like oh, yeah dude he's yeah. gotta stop himself from masturbating that's, that's why he grabs his hand i was actually gonna make that joke earlier like he is fucked for <laughs> masturbating <laughs> all right banjo we didn't hear much from you. What was your experience with this game? Well, 
I played this game for a total of 48 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No surprise. Ready I, to move on. And I spent the whole time trying to master parrying. And you know what? <laughs> I didn't do it. I didn't do that at all. It's no, I, uh, I managed to do a couple of runs on the Red Temple. I just figured, hey, it's got to be the easiest one. It's all the way to the left, right? So it's got to be level one. And I managed to get all the way to the final boss twice without getting the fi- the fifth and final curse. What? Um, yeah. Tell was... me your secrets. Oh, no, there's no secret because he still kicked my ass both times. <laughs> <laughs> that was the curse. That That's why they the didn't curse. give him one. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the game was super fun. I did enjoy it a lot. I really liked the... Uh, I had the thunder dual handed weapon. So essentially you get three weapons. You start out with two, you get your standard melee and you typically get something that's more of a ranged attack, such as like a pistol or a whip or a throwing knife or a throwing knife. Yep. Thank you. And you can use that, you know, to attack enemies from a distance. The whip is nice because it draws enemies closer so you can hit them with your melee And when you're going through the dungeon, you'll typically pick up a two-handed weapon, which is a little clumsier, uh, slower for attacks, but does a pretty good deal of damage, especially if you charge up its attack. And uh, I got to the final boss, and I had that hammer, and I stunlocked him a couple times. I'm like, this is going fantastic. And then I was like, oh shit, there's like six jaguars because I wasn't paying attention to them. And then I died. And then I got really sad, but then I tried again and then I died again. And just like Logan, I almost smashed my controller and then it was dinner time. So I stopped playing the game. It was a, it was a fun time. I really did enjoy it. Unfortunately, there was a lot of stuff that was keeping my attention throughout the week. So I didn't get a chance to pick it back up. I was going to pick it up again uh, a little bit before we started this podcast, but unfortunately some things came up and I didn't get a chance to pop it open, but it's definitely a game that I plan to play more of. Just like Hades, which I was addicted to for quite some time after I picked that game up, this game is going to probably be holding my attention for quite some time. It's It's got just the right amount of challenge, I'd say. Uh, it is difficult, but it's nice because it's it plays a lot to the strategy element to it because, you know, you got to sometimes see if getting cursed is more... Uh, is is worth it more than, you know, having health. You know, you take a few hits that you weren't calculating in the room before, so you go to a health room and you're like, I guess I can take a little bit more curse for a little bit more health to keep it going. So there's a lot of strategy involved. It's not just your standard hack and slash uh, action game. You know, there's there's a lot to think about in this game. It's and very you strategic. Gotta, it is very yeah. strategic, yes. And you have to... Uh, you have to know when to dodge just at the right time. You have to learn when enemies telegraph their attacks to see if you can get in a, su- a successful parry to stun them, you know, and there's a lot going on. Sometimes you'll get that successful parry, but then there's two enemies that sneak up behind you and attack you while the other one's stunned. And you can't take advantage of that stun because you're too busy dodging the other attacks. It's very easy to get overwhelmed. So you got to be careful and pick your targets, uh, you know, you got to use, use your, use, use the your traps head. to your advantage. Use, yes, absolutely. Use the traps to your advantage. Traps are like exploding barrels that you can set on fire. Spikes you can on the floor. find spike traps. You can have like Logan had mentioned earlier. There's these dragon heads on the wall that if you cross their path, they'll shoot a fireball out at you and you can lure enemies into them or knock them into them. Use the whip to pull them into them and use those traps because the enemies take uh, damage from those traps just as much as you do. Just be careful if you have the explosive curse. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But that all in all, I had a very good experience with this game. The game was fantastic. It was very aesthetically pleasing. I, I loved it. The, the sound uh, was very atmospheric. I played it with headphones on and it was, it was a lot of fun. It drew me right into the game. I got really upset. I almost smashed my controller a couple times, but that's good. You know, that's that's how you know that you're you're having fun, right? God help us if we ever played Dark Souls. I know. <laughs> oh my god. But uh yeah, all in all, very, very 
good experience with this game. I would definitely give this game a solid nine, maybe 9.5 out of 10. It is a yeah, very, yeah. very good game. Um, but all in all, that that would be my experience uh, on this one. And you can bet that I'm going to be playing it probably uh, tonight after this. What about you, Peaches? <laughs> well... I am in disagreement with Logan again. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> uh, I happen to think that this actually was a tad bit easier than Hades. I think Hades enemies definitely came in to fuck you a lot more. This here just had a far more interesting mechanic where you had to stay in the light to keep your health from uh, being drained really quick by being hit. Um, It was just the element like that where essentially I was, I think this is what they intended as well, where you would attack, you would turn out the lights essentially and you'd start attacking. And then when you wanted to get hit a few times or if you weren't able to get out of the way, you just put your light back on again. I thought that was a really fun mechanic to play around with. Um, Just a lot of it was very like different uh, in, in the sort of things that it allowed you to do versus Hades. Hades was significantly more linear, whereas this game actually kind of let you pick what level you wanted to do. And it also had like these, uh, daily challenges that you could participate in for some, uh, for, for some extra gold and such. Uh, I did think this was a little bit easier than Hades, but this definitely had a lot more in terms of like, Uh, just elements of gameplay that were involved versus Hades. Like Hades, you could go room to room to room to room. And as long as you didn't run out of health, you were fine. But this game here, if you go into enough rooms, uh, if you go into too many rooms, you'll get cursed five times and it'll drain your health. So that's a really big problem. Uh, all in all, I did have fun with this game, though. I'm not as critical as I was with, say, something like Code Vein, where it was just anime titty Dark Souls. This <laughs> definitely was uh, a lot better of a, of an experience. Then you're not Honestly, really in disagreement with me. I am in disagreement with you, though, because this was not as like difficult as Hades was. I think Hades was more difficult. That's what I was saying. You made it sound like that you didn't like the game. I, I was actually going to feel offended. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, I, yeah. <laughs> You'll lose your shit. Yeah, I'll be like, this is the last thing I'm buying your game. <laughs> well, listen, as long as you don't buy me fucking, is what is it? I almost said Islamophobia. <laughs> Russiaphobia? <laughs> As long as you don't buy me Russia phobia ever again, we're fine with that. Islamophobia. It's just uh, all Fox News characters running away from (laughs) Al Qaeda. (laughs) Oh, no. Okay. If I was to give this game a rating, honestly, I would give it probably an 8 out of 10. And that's the end of the game. Intermission! Gianni, you're coming back next week. I am? Yeah, for Crypto Necrodancer. Oh, yay! That will be real fun. Crypto the Necrodancer. I love that game. It's so fun. I've had £13 in my bank for the last few days. Spotify, take the money at my account. <laughs> this is for you, Spotify. Like, why I, are you giving it to Spoofy? Because I pay for Spoofy. Wait, but you don't get Hulu in Scotland at all? No. That sucks. You guys don't get free healthcare. I say that as a fair friend. <laughs> I, I disagree. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
<clears throat> we're ready to end intermission. Already did. In this, oh, okay. Well, I guess I see I'm late to the party. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry about that. Not really. Sorry, but not sorry. No, please do not do not do that. Oh, now you've got him singing again. I've got to pay him 20 bucks (laughs) to shut him up. (laughs) No, this time I will shut up. I'm not drunk. (laughs) I still don't understand what I was singing last week. (laughs) I'm not going to tell you. You're never going to know. I'm sorry, chubby nerd. I am for real. Now that's my song when we play Phasmophobia and somebody's last name is Jackson. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like Lisa Jackson. She's like, oh. I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. Oh. But here's the thing. It's like because we play with the we play play with the proximity chat, so we can hear her running out of the van going, oh. <laughs> and then I'll make like this whole song and I'll be like, show me your beautiful ghosty stuff and except it's really bad because that's not, that's how I do it. That's actually when I wait in the van for your sanity to drain, and then the co- the ghost comes out and kills you, and then I'm like, ah, <laughs> mm, I can ghost hunt in peace. Um, speaking of the dead, what game are we playing in the next podcast? You stole it from me. I was gonna say that exact thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm over here, like, licking my lips and rubbing my hands together, like, like, oh, I got this transition down. Yes. Damn it. It's my time. (laughs) This is my time. See, that's just good, because he's got his new mic, and I'm like, yes, please. It's so beautiful. (laughs) Let me touch that bumhole. We're playing Crypt of the Necrodancer. <laughs> yes, thank you. Thank you for sparing me. Wait, what did that hat say? Uh, show me that butthole. Show me that booty hole. Let me sniff that ass hair. <laughs> <laughs> Crypt of the Necrodancer is a roguelike rhythm video game developed and published by Brace Yourself. Games. <laughs> I just knew you were going to fucking do that. I saw that. I'm like, you know what? He's probably going to do some dumb shit. And let me tell you what, Banjo, you did not disappoint. Yay! Guys, there's a record store in London called Crypt of the Wizard. Huh. Crypt of the Wizard? Yes. That is actually a very disappointing name, understanding that it's from London. I expected a much greater name, and I'm deeply disappointed. Sounds I don't like know. A I'd go in just to see what it's all about. Yeah. London fails me again. London always lets us down. <laughs> Here we go. This, this is on every fucking platform apart from Android. <laughs> it's even on PS Vita. What, London? <laughs> London simulator Get dysentery and die (laughs) Funny enough there was a Grand Theft Auto London Released on uh, Playstation 1 Really? Yeah But you needed the first GTA to play it Aw So it was the original DLC Pretty much But yeah why why is Crypto Necrodancer On every fucking platform Apart from Android because fuck Android? Android users, that's why. No, oh, man, we are superior. We are superior. Yeah, is that why I've got Necro Crypto Necro Dancer on my phone and you guys don't? You know what? Okay. You know what? We're robots, right? You know we what? Can you illegally are? An apple apps. with a bite out of you. <laughs> you can illegally. <laughs> well, I can too. You just have to do it illegally. <laughs> 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 Okay, let's move on. Uh, what are <laughs> Logan? What's your expectations? Not expectations. What are your predictions for this game? From the look of this, it looks like Banjo got like so many sprite ideas just from the sprites in this game. <laughs> Dude, this is his pet project. Hell yeah, they're very cute sprites. I am gonna go into this game completely blind, so I'm actually looking forward to it. 
You always go into every game completely blind. That's because you lost your eyesight at 12. <laughs> I told you to stop doing that or you'll go blind. <laughs> you'll shoot yourself in the eyes. <laughs> I already did with my nut. <laughs> oh, no. Mom, I'm blind. I should have swallowed. Jesus. <laughs> what is it, like a Pez dispenser? <laughs> you just crack the top open and you get a little candy. <laughs> okay. Anyways, okay, Logan, do you want to continue? What ending that? <laughs> Logan, do you want to continue? Uh, just hurry up. Just hurry up. <laughs> I am excited for this as like this would be my first rhythm-based RPG. Are there uh, more? Yeah, I was gonna say, isn't this kind of everyone's first rhythm-based <laughs> RPG? <laughs> uh, actually, <laughs> no, Google. because there's a there's a rhythm-based action game. I think it's. I'll have to ask my friend about it, but I think it's called No More Roads or No More Ways. It's called yeah, Google it, Legends. Yeah, but uh, actually, just came out last year from what i can remember basically in this rhythm based game as you're trying to bring rock back to basically a society that's powered by dubstep okay and at that are we ready to move <laughs> I on <laughs> i could get on board with that society so i would the crypt of the necrodancer is a game that i've actually had in my steam library for quite some time now um of fucking I, course, I know. You I can say that about a lot of games. <laughs> to be honest, you probably have every single game in your Steam library. Exactly. You just haven't played them. I've been wanting to play this game for quite some time. I mean, what this game came out in what 2015? It's been yeah. around for quite some time. Yeah. Um, and they actually released a Legend of Zelda version of the game called Cadence of I Rule that really made me want to play this game. But I haven't gotten around to it yet. So like Logan, I'm going into it completely blind. But I've seen a little bit of it uh, being played. I had a friend of mine that actually played the game for a bit. And it looks really fun. It looks very, very addicting. I can't wait to give this game a try. And yes, I absolutely love the art. Oh, I love the art so much. (laughs) I was going to say... This game just reeks of 2014 energy, and I do not know if that is a good thing or a bad thing. Uh, that jury is still out, out on that. Um, I don't know how I'm going to enjoy this because I do not know if... I don't really like rhythm games. They're not really my thing. The rhythm that I understand is of fighting and of you know beating Dark Souls twice. Um, not so much you know, a rhythm game like this, so I don't know how i'm going to enjoy it i'm going into it completely blind so we'll see and of course this is guinea's one one jesus <laughs> man i can't speak today this is one of guinea's favorite yes. games i guess which is why she will be returning in next week's episode to talk about this game week week beats glee snack <laughs> what <laughs> no, he's gone he's not coming back do what do you gotta say his name three times I'll to make him reappear? Shut up, Glee Snack. <laughs> that was it. Doing? No straight roads. Cool. I was just looking up the game <laughs> that I was talking about. Okay. Guinea! You have played this game before, yet. You will be playing it yet again for the podcast. What are your predictions on this time for the playthrough? Hmm, my predictions are that I will love it still. Plot twist, you hate it now. <laughs> no! <laughs> God, no. Now there's two of them. <laughs> this is why you don't encourage their behavior. <laughs> I try not to. They just like feed off of each other. 
I'm going to have a good time playing it again. <clears throat> I haven't played it in a little while, and um, I need to fix that. And we will certainly do that. So uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. I'm so sorry for this absolute <laughs> shit show. I'm not. <laughs> you never Me are. neither. All right. <laughs> Banjo, see us out, please, if you would. Yes, thank you all so much for listening to the Joysticks and Lunatics podcast. If you made it this far, well, good for you. <laughs> okay. And uh, you can find links to all of our social medias on our website, uh, www.joysticksandlunatics.com. You can follow us directly on our Twitter page at joystickloons, L-O-O-N-S. And you can follow all of our individual private and, well, more public, I guess, uh, Twitter accounts. Mine's at Benjamin DG. Mine's at Overpowered Peach. And mine is at the Chubby Nerd One. Mine is Guinea Pig Poop. It's it's the pig. The pig. pig. You look for P-E-E-G. the pig. P E E G. The pig has a stroke. The pig. That's all, folks. Let's go. Let's go. End this so I can go to bed. Okay. Bye. Okay, bye. bye. <laughs> <laughs>